I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. Hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. I am so blessed, so grateful, so honored that you give me your time every week and we spend this time together. I don't take it for granted. I promise you, I am your biggest fan and I love you. On today's episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V, we are talking with Neely Neal. I met Neely this past January at an event that we both attended in Phoenix, Arizona. It seems like a lifetime ago now. So much has happened in 2020, but we met at this event and we got to know each other pretty well. This was a small event. It was a very intimate experience. And we, so you get to spend a lot of time when it's a smaller group of people. And I got to know Neely. She has this personality that lights up a room. She is confident. She has this joy for life. You are going to feel that joy through the podcast airwaves, I promise you. Neely is a former NFL cheerleader, collegiate cheerleader, cheer camp instructor, and competition judge turned wife, mama four, and get this, including triplet boys and career woman. Neely is the founder of GoFitWin, an online membership community for women who love cheer and dance to plug back into their source of joy. GoFitWin offers online choreography and workout classes, events, and monthly connection calls to reconnect with yourself, a sisterhood, and the joy you feel when you dance, cheer, and live life full out. I am telling you, Neely still picks up those pom-poms and cheers, and she so inspired me that I ordered my own set of pom-poms, and I am ready to cheer. I guarantee you will too. Let's dive in. Neely, welcome to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. I'm so excited that you're here. I am excited to be here. Um, got my pom-poms over here on the side, just... Uh, <laughs> ready to fire things up. I can't wait to hear about those pom-poms too. And I know, I know that my, that our listeners are thinking pom-poms. That's All right. Where are we going with this one? So take it away, Neely, and tell us about you and you're su such an amazing person with an amazing background. So lay it on us. Oh gosh. Thank you. I, um, I am now a former NFL cheerleader and, you know, previously, feels like a lifetime ago, but previously was um, sort of coming through the ranks as a cheerleader, so to speak. I coached a collegiate team at TCU and taught cheer camps, cheer director, and 
So now I've turned wife, mother of four, and career woman. And um, I've sort of in recent, uh, you know, last nine months started returning to my roots in cheerleading and dance, which is a little unconventional, I think, since uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm in my 40s. And it's not, not your You're typical. You're young, uh, girl. You're young. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I feel young. I, you know, I... Uh, we'll still practice some of my dances in the mirror and I expect to see 25 year old Neely, you know, turn around um, and <laughs> say, ta-da, but you know, here I am and I'm just loving it. So um, it's really been awesome in the last probably, like I said, nine to 12 months to just start to feel like I'm getting back in touch with myself Yeah. Um, after kind of hitting a bunch of milestones um, that I'm very proud of, but um, it just feels different. Yeah. Even in the midst of all this chaos this year, yeah. it still ju- it just feels different. Um, yeah, I'm gonna back you up for just a second because you said mother sure. of four with such nonchalance, like oh, you know, oh, yeah, I have four kids. There's more to that four kids though than what you can. You just go a little deeper into that. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, they are. They're a special bunch. Um, I have a four-year-old daughter. And then I have triplet boys that are turning two. Triplets. Yes. So two-year-old triplets. So it's a little mini circus at our house. Um, (laughs) And yeah, being a a mom of multiples is um, kind of another one of those areas of just pride. And also nobody has a playbook for it. So you're just kind of um, in the day-to-day. as yeah. As most moms kind of feel like, I think. (laughs) I can't even imagine. I can't imagine having triplets. So do they dance with you? They do. um, And it's funny. During quarantine, you know, they're home with us now. um, And and so I will turn on some tap dance YouTube videos from the studio down the street. And they're kind of getting into the little baby tap dancing. And um, how sweet. I, I just have to kind of nudge them in that direction, you know. Boys, girls doesn't matter. Uh, dancing's so healthy, and good for you, and it, it burns a little energy out as a bonus for me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, going from NFL cheerleader to mom of four, and now coming back into, as you called it, your roots, getting back to who you are. Tell us about that journey and how it all. How did you come? So going from the NFL and then going into a whole different area of your life and now coming back to finding yourself, what was that journey like? Because that's, that's hard for a lot of women, especially over 40. We just feel like our lives are over and it is what it is and whatever we lost, we lost and it, there's no chance to get it back, which is a lie. That's right. You are living proof of that. So let's hear it. Yes, I I did achieve a level of success in my cheer career um, that I worked really hard for. So um, I, I moved to Arizona in 2004 and made the Arizona Cardinals uh, cheerleading squad, but that was not my first audition. I had auditioned um, for other teams. Um, I used to live in Texas, so mm-hmm. that'll tell you a couple of the teams that I auditioned for, <laughs> but it took me seven uh, different auditions uh, before I made the squad. So wow. even even with all of my background, um, you know, 
as a cheerleader, it took me seven times to kind of learn the style and learn, come up to speed with um, being in that pro league um, category. And so I will say that there's, um, there's a stick to I think that I've derived over the years of just sure. sticking with something that you want. And so having achieved that, I was a little bit, um, a little bit older than my teammates at the time. I got to cheer four seasons for the Cardinals and was into my thirties, uh, which is also, you know, kind of at the top of the, of the age ranks when it comes to professional cheerleaders, usually, mm-hmm. you know, that, that mid range is 25, 26. So I was very fortunate to kind of extend my opportunity to dance into my thirties, but by the time retirement, you know, the retiring <laughs> at age yes. 31 from putting up my pom-poms, um, I was ready to kind of move on and kind of go tick the boxes in other areas of my life. I had recently become a wife to my then new husband and, you know, we had children on our sites and a career in the tech yeah. industry. These were all things that I wanted to go pursue. So I felt good at the time, you know, kind of putting the pom-poms on the shelf and moving on and, um, and pursuing other passions. But, you know, after four kids and a decade later, I started to realize that I was very busy filling everybody else's cup first and not having a chance to replenish my own cup. Yeah. And it was starting to show, you know, I, I came out of the fog of um, of new motherhood with triplets, and I was <laughs> I was searching for that. Who am I now? Uh, I kind of had that clearing of the of the fog, and and who am I now? And I realized that I just did not have a chance to plug back into that source of joy like I used to. I felt the most me when I was performing and dancing full out, yeah. and there with some of my best friends. And now the opportunities were few and far between to even connect with friends or meet new friends. And mm-hmm. certainly the joy of dance had changed a lot too. So I started searching around. I think like most ex-dancers and cheerleaders do, we kind of, I looked for Zumba classes or you know, <laughs> local studios near me that I could dive back in and, um, and take some classes, but none of them really kind of fit right. what I was looking for, which is that um, association with other like-minded women and certainly the, the style of dance is a little d- different. So I decided I can't be alone in this. And I started reaching out to some of my alumni sisters and said, Hey, are you, um, feeling this at all? Are you feeling disconnected? And like, you just want to kind of go back to squad practice. Yeah. And a lot of them started raising their hands like, yes, I would love to go back to practice where there's no pressure, I can just dance and see everybody yeah. and feel like me again. And so that's um, what I've been up to in the last nine months is <laughs> curating a community of, you know, former cheerleaders and dancers that um, want plug back into that s- source of joy. And it has not only filled my cup, but it, it, it overflows. I mean, it's, it's been awesome just hearing stories of how, um, you know, friends old and new are starting to feel more invigorated in the other aspects of their life, not just, you know, feeling like they want to move and shake the pom-poms again, but it really does 
kind of give me the energy to keep up with my triplets and have uh, a brighter outlook on the other facets of my life. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be, you just said so many things in there that I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> and that, yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> to know that something that seems maybe simple on the outside, I'm going to dance again, affects every area of your life because you're right. When you, if you're not filling your cup, you're just depleting, depleting, depleting. But when you're filling it up, then it, everything overflows. That joy is just going to bubble up and over and out and touch like little tentacles. It's just going to go out and touch everything, everything that you do and everybody you meet. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I did have kind of this mindset shift, which I know that you talk a lot about too. Um, An important mindset shift happened um, a few years ago as I was going through the pregnancy of, of having trip um, which was its own um, journey on, you know, mental and physical challenges. <laughs> but um, it was then that I really started reading up on mindset books and trying to keep my mind in the right um, positive frame of mind because um, there's so many risks, you know, the, the doctors yeah. are always telling you it's a high risk and you got to do this, you got to do that, and you got to do it just right. Or, you know, things could go off the rails. And so I really just kind of invested the time then, since I had time to kind of put my feet up and really just gestate for a while, I've, I filled yeah. my mind with um, these positive um, framing uh, books, and I just couldn't get enough of them. Yeah. And I really do think that it had um, a, a net positive effect on just how well my pregnancy did go. Um, we're very fortunate you know, all the boys were healthy. They, um, you know, they, they quote unquote stayed in there <laughs> longer <laughs> than average. Uh, you know, most triplets are born, um, at 33 weeks and mm-hmm. my little guys stayed in there almost 35. Wow. And all of them came out, you know, breathing on their own. And one of them was over five pounds. The wow. other was close to five pounds. Yeah. And, and a four, nearly four pounds. So they were healthy creamy boys. <laughs> and I just attribute a lot of that to um, trying not to let the worry and the um, second guessing myself, if I'm mm-hmm. doing everything right, am I doing yeah. everything I can be doing? I had to let that go and, and not second guess myself, just stay focused yeah. on what I can do in the here and now. Um, yeah. It all, that shift happened. And yeah, and here we are today. I think that still has matriculated into everything that's happening now with uh, with the community and getting back to my roots, it's yeah, it's yeah, taking place as part of that mindset shift. That's that's awesome. It's what you focus on. Mm-hmm. It's what you focus on. I mean, you can be you can have two people looking at the same view, and one sees I don't know the trash on the ground right in front of them, and the other is looking out and seeing the beautiful mountain range. And it's just where you plant your eyes. Yeah. And I had to, um, speaking of setting boundaries, I know you had a recent uh, post about boundaries and mm-hmm. uh, and that um, stuck with me as well, because, you know, the other thing you kind of sit back and do when you have a lot of time on your hands is you tend to pick up the phone and scroll through Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, there are a lot of um, support groups for moms of twins and triplets. 
And it's like they need a DNA check to make sure that you actually have triplets. Like that's like <laughs> high level security on getting into these Facebook groups. But um, I had gotten into some that had triplet moms and others that were going through um, multiples pregnancy. And I had to very carefully curate how much time and investment I was spending in those groups because they're meant to be supportive. But I found that they also roused a bunch of issues um, or worries or uh, just it added some extra weight and heaviness because there there were moms going through really hard pregnancies and dealing yeah. with some very tragic um, happenings with their multiples. And, and I just had to kind of put it away or really just go in there when I had a question about which car seats to buy because yeah. um, it was starting to um, yeah, send me down into a spiral that I didn't want to um, necessarily yes. worry about because that wasn't my story. And so it kind of goes back to those boundaries. I really, um, the mindset and the boundaries really came to the forefront for me during that experience. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Really good point. And it's just that mindset mindset is so important. And it's a piece that most, most women, men too, I'm sure miss that piece where they'll, they'll study everything business or everything that has to do with the tactical strategic parts of their life and business, but they forget the most important thing is the mindset, actually believing that you can do this and everything's going to be okay. Right. Cause a positive mindset doesn't mean that you're happy all the time or that everything's going to always be okay, but it means you're always going to be okay. Mm -hmm. How you come out of it and which you have proven over and over again, just Thank watching you. your journey over it's, it's, I love that it's been nine months. So now it's like giving birth. He grew this thing for it's, nine months and now you're giving birth. <laughs> it's true. I had to yes. pull out those mindset books again and clear the cobwebs of saying, you know, oh, you're too old to be stepping back into this. Um, are people going to think that you're going to, you want to just try out for the team again? And <laughs> I had to shed those, um, you know, imposter kind of things, mm -hmm. even though I have, I've been an NFL cheerleader. I still felt like, who am I to be doing this? Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy how our minds just want to um, kind of go there and pull us back. Yeah. Uh, if you don't sort of tame it back down. Yeah, you do. You have to down. turn off those negative voices that keep you paralyzed. Right. Yeah. Hey. I heard you. I heard you when you said you crave excitement and clarity and joy. I heard you when you said you wanted to be more productive, more energetic, more confident. I heard you when you said you feel invisible and you've forgotten how to dream and you know there's something more for you. I heard you. And it's why I developed my signature online program, The Radical Empowerment Method. Inside of the Radical Empowerment Method, you will learn my proven methods to get you living life on your terms, living the life you desire, not some, what someone else desires for you. It's my proven method to get you making decisions based on what you desire and not how much money is left in your bank account. 
It is my proven method to get you off the sidelines and into your strong, confident, amazing, joyful life. If you are ready to transform yourself into a radically empowered, radically joyful, radically productive, radical superhero, If you are ready to transform yourself into a healthy, energized, trailblazing badass, then head to the link in the show notes, grab the enrollment link, and get enrolled in the Radical Empowerment Method today. I will see you inside the method, and I cannot wait to watch your life transform. So tell us about the confidence then. You said you delved back back into those books and everything. So the confidence that you were able to build and the action that you took and what exactly is squad practice? Yes. Thanks for asking. It is confidence is almost like a a muscle that gets built up Mm -hmm. over time. You know, it really is. It takes a lot of trial and error and getting back up when you've been knocked down, because I really think that experience, uh, you know, is kind of your trainer for building confidence. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's part having the experiences, but it's part just taking action. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more you take action, the more confidence you build. Um, and so for me, that's kind of what it was. It's like, all right, here we go. We're going to just take the first step and then mm-hmm. the next step and the next step. So what that looked like for me was, um, you know, starting to get together a beta group of uh, old alumni and say, hey, we are going to go live um, virtually. And this was even before the pandemic hit. It was just a way for us to kind of connect easily because everyone has busy lives and you can't just hop in the car and drive, you know, uh, 45 minutes to a squad practice anymore. It's like, no, let's just turn on the Facebook Live in our Mm -hmm. own private community (laughs) and dance together. And so that's how it started. And I was getting all kinds of feedback and uh you know, people started asking if they could invite others who weren't necessarily pro cheerleaders, but um, were former dancers, or maybe they were, uh, you know, palm coaches, or um, even former high school cheerleaders, you know, because it's a sort of a small cheer world when you kind of get interconnected there. Mm -hmm. But um, it it did, it started growing, and, uh, and it turned into a concept that I call Go Fit Win. And so now we've opened up our squad practices. We hold them over Zoom. uh, And it's a 45-minute workout where whether you've been a cheerleader or not, we're going to teach you the steps. Um, But it is actual routines like we used to do on the field, on the sidelines. But we do a warm-up and a stretch and get you ready to, you know, shake your palms. (laughs) And then we go for it. And it ends up being a really good you know, cardio workout, it only takes 45 minutes, but it gets your heart rate pumping, but it also allows for someone like me to step away from being a mom, to step away from work, to step back into a focus area that I'm very passionate about and that I enjoy, which is just learning dance routines. I like to learn choreography and do the mental challenge as well. And that's what, you know, I wasn't finding elsewhere. So we turned it into squad practice and um, and here we are. Now there's a desire to connect even further. It's like, hey, this is awesome to dance together. Can we just have a girls night <laughs> <laughs> community, you know, over Zoom? And so we are starting to add those kinds of things for our uh, squad members too, to just feel connected yeah. uh, once again. 
Well, there's something about dancing together, right? It just creates this bond because, so do you have, do you have women that are in the squad practice that have never done anything like this before? Um, It's mostly women that have done it at some point in their past, Mm -hmm. but um, we have seen some of their daughters and some of the uh, young women coming up have just joined in, you know, since it's on Zoom, they make it part of like a family um, atmosphere. But I would say we all know that, um, you know, historically, sometimes cheerleading was uh, not available to everyone. I mean, I came up through a bunch of schools that had great programs, but not every program um, is widely available. Some schools didn't even have cheerleaders. Um, Yeah. And uh, so I definitely have the intention to make this uh, an invite anyone who's ever felt like they should have been a cheerleader. And I'm kind of putting you in this bucket, Carrie, because you definitely have some of those traits and that high energy and that just that natural ability that I think, I think you were probably a cheerleader either in a former life or (laughs) just a cheerleader that just, you know, wasn't, wasn't formally on the squad. I Mm -hmm. I just feel a kinship with you. And, (laughs) and I think there might be other carries out there that, um, that should join the squad this time around. <laughs> I, I think so too. And it's, it's interesting you say that. Now I was pep squad all the way, but yes. I was so heavy growing up, 100 pounds overweight that I wanted to be a cheerleader so badly, but I was so afraid to try out to, I mean, I, I could do all the moves with them. I'd do them over on the sidelines, but I, the thing that scared me the most was I'm saying, I'm sorry, we cannot get a uniform big enough for you. And so I just never, ever tried out, but yeah, I'm, I'm in, and I'm just going to challenge anyone who is listening to get in here. Cause this is going to be fun. We'll all do this together. Yes, it is very low pressure. There is not like we're trying to audition or train for a team or anything. It is just a lot of fun choreography and, you know, women, I'll say there's a growing, you know, segment of men that are starting to show up as, um, uh, as cheerleaders and stuff, but our, our group is mainly women and we just love to uh, loose a little bit (laughs) just without the pressure, um, you know, I certainly don't fit in my uniform anymore. So it, it's, it <laughs> does take a little bit of um, kind of letting that um, traditional uh, image of what a cheerleader should be. We've kind of released that um, in our group. I love and that. It's, and it's just really a style of dance at the end of the day. It's just, you know, it's, it's movement and counted choreography and you just happen to have palms in your hand. So. <laughs> And so do you tell us where to find pom-poms? Because I wouldn't even have a clue. Uh, Amazon. Oh, yes. Amazon. <laughs> yep. It's been wonderful. Yeah. There's definitely some some uh, some poms to arrive at your doorstep in two days, thanks to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I get just, this is just my, this is my chance to get my hands on those pom-poms finally. Yes. I used to love watching my friends cheer. I loved it. Yes. Well, and um, I have a younger sister and it's interesting. She, um, she tried out for cheerleading one year and just, I think had those same questions come up about, she just didn't feel a hundred percent confident and she didn't make the squad the first time. And, and she just decided to go, you know, move on from it. And she ended up having a big 
you know, career in sports instead all the way up through college. So mm-hmm. thankfully she didn't make the team because she went a different direction. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just think th- there is a large group of young men and young women that just would have auditioned for the team, but mm-hmm. something about it just, it wasn't the right time or, or it wasn't the right team or something. Yeah. It was just a missed opportunity. So my hope is that, um, yeah, that I can make this more accessible and something that you don't have to give up uh, just because, you know, you're not 16, 17, 18 years old anymore. Um, You know, there's men's softball leagues that I know, like even my dad's participating in, he's in his (laughs) seventies, you know, so if they can have bowling leagues and softball leagues, um, you know, why can't we have a cheerleading league, you know? (laughs) I absolutely love that. I love, love, love it. And the, and like you said, there's just no expectations. You're just getting on there with a group of women and building relationships, which I think is the coolest things, coolest thing, building relationships and dancing, cheering at the same time, pom-poms. There's got to be a lot of laughter. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And it's fun just to kind of challenge yourself too. I mean, um, my aside from the pom-pom, the other major accessory for the squad practice is that water bottle. <laughs> like. <laughs> I know that I'm, um, you know, just getting that, getting that physical, um, sweat that I need to get, uh, just, just in running these practices. So, um, it's, it's the, like you said, the, the thing that I kept hearing from everyone aside from I miss dancing was I miss my friends. I miss Mm -hmm. seeing them on a regular basis. Um, so that really is a large part of what what we exist to do, which is to connect and unite these like-minded women. Yeah. Because the other thing about cheerleading and dance that I love is it it does sort of attract um, leadership-focused uh, uh, women, and so these are these are folks that are just naturally. Uh, you know, influential or have some leadership traits and they just want to kind of dive back into that area of their life too. Um, and so you're surrounded by folks that are just as passionate as you are. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, when you get together with those types of women, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> magic happens. Yeah. Right? There's just so much inspiration to be had just from being in the room and even if it's a vir- virtual Zoom room. Yeah. And don't you find too that when you're when you're moving your body, when you're expressing yourself, especially in something as awesome as dance, your creativity flows. Just blocks that maybe you had are that you've had are, are just kind of melt away. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The downloads uh, kind of happen. It's it's interesting. I. Um, yeah, there's so there's so much that I want to do and give back to this community. And just yesterday, I had a big download. I've been a little bit stuck about how, um, you know, how best to grow the community and make it accessible. And just yesterday, I started getting some of the answers. But they arrived, you know, sort of not out of the blue, but, uh, you know, after having to sit in the question yeah. for a few weeks, actually. Yes. And I just kept up my daily routines, just tried not to force the answers to come. And then finally <laughs> yesterday, it's like the aha light bulb went is. off. I yeah. love it. And so I it does. It. The inspiration comes, you know, when you 
you can't really plan for inspiration. It just sort of arrives. Yeah, that's true. So has anyone ever said to you, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing this. You're crazy. No, actually the response has been really overwhelmingly the opposite direction. Yes. Um, even from friends that, you know, and, and colleagues that have never touched a pom-pom and, and don't, don't ever care or want to, they've said, <laughs> you know, I'm really inspired just by seeing you take those steps and yes. do that. Like you are really making it happen. And then it's always sort of followed up with a little asterisk of like, especially with triplets, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But I like to think that it's magical with or without, you know, um, the motherhood angle. But yeah, it does feel really good. And honestly, it it did take a lot to even feel worthy of carving out that time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with little ones, uh, especially, it's just like every second (laughs) supervising them is like a full-time job. Uh, that, you know, some of that guilt about stepping away and just having some me time yeah. is something that I had to to get over as well. And I had to ask for support there. You know, I had to ask yes. my husband, can I have Tuesday and Thursday nights to go work on this? Because that's what I used to do is go to practice on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Uh-huh. I love and that. I, yes. I said, can you do the bedtime routines Tuesday and Thursdays so that I can... Um, you know, just carve out some dedicated blocks of time. And he said, absolutely. Um, you know, but I had to go ask for it. I had yeah. to tell him why I cared and why this was important to me. And then, you know, he was all about it. So um, I love that you have that support. Yeah. Even that, you know, I had to kind of wrestle with a little bit on mm-hmm. trying not to feel selfish about it. So, so walk us through that. How did you, what was the catalyst to get you over? feeling selfish. And I, and I also want to just kudos on the asking because so many times we, we sit back and we expect people to know what we need and they, they don't. Yes. My husband's not a mind reader. You know, I think a lot of people are not mind readers, right? I they don't just, think anyone they is. Don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just don't know what it is that we are dealing with, you know, internally yeah. until we vocalize it. Right. And, um, you know, yeah, I thought, oh, what's he going to say? Is this, you know, am I making it harder on him? I had these excuses kind of mm-hmm. these thoughts running through my head. But at the end of the day, I had to go back to the fact that if I plug back into my source of joy, and this is the way that I can do that, is to dedicate and invest some time in myself. This is going to be better for him <laughs> in the long run. It's going to be better <laughs> for my kids. Uh, it will be. Um, you know, matriculating out into all of these different areas. And I'll just be a happier mom, wife, friend, sister, daughter. I just, you know, so when you kind of go back to wanting to be the best person you can be, you just, there really aren't any reasons not to ask for what you need and take baby steps to get there. Exactly. Exactly. And it isn't, it is not at, in any way selfish to want to be the best person that you can be. In yes. fact, it's just the opposite. It's selfish to not do it because then every, it, that vibe goes out to everybody around you and starting with the people in your house. And it's just so contagious. Your vibe is contagious, good or bad. So picking the good vibe. Ah, I love it. 
I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not easy. You know, it, it's like naturally everyone says, yes, I want that, but it's in the doing and the yes. taking action and the baby steps that is where you meet a little bit of resistance and you just got to, you know, kind of want it that much more to nudge that resistance out of the way. And yeah, you know, so at first it was just me taking a few hours to go dance. You know, it wasn't that I had this um, idea to start a community right away. It was just like, Hey, I need some time and I miss dancing. I'm yeah. going to go out and practice some old routines just because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, kind of scratches. Okay. I, yeah, sure. If that makes you happy, you know, well, yeah. yeah, it sure does. And then look, you know, where we are now. So I love it. I love it. So tell us how we can be a part of this community then. Oh gosh, I would love for more folks to check us out. Yeah, absolutely. We are doing um, free squad practices. It's open and um, all you have to do is jump on our email list. Our website is gofitwin.com. It's not gofightwin, it's gofitwin. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a play on words there, but um, gofitwin. And we are also on Instagram at GoFitWinSquad. And I do post up some fun tutorials there uh, on Instagram uh, here and there. So you can jump on there right now and grab a few free routines and just kind of feel it out for yourself and see how the style and the movement hits you. But um, absolutely, I would love to connect with former cheerleaders, dancers, uh, even those that probably should have been on the squad uh, Mm -hmm. and just really want to connect with a vibrant, um, you know, bunch of women that just really rally behind you and and fill your cup. And I will make sure all of those, all of that contact information is in the show notes. So, and I'm going to challenge everyone to go to Neely's Instagram page and grab one of those routines, record it, put it on your stories and tag her. So I would could, love nothing more. That would yeah, be awesome. That would be, that would be great. And so I will lead the way. <laughs> I'll do it. And then we'll, we'll just, we'll have a little challenge. Maybe, um, maybe there'll be a little, yeah, maybe there'll be a little reward in there for the people who do it. I'll excellent. get that going. We'll just, excellent. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just breadcrumb that a little bit, but be watching, <laughs> be watching for the challenge. So. Neely, at the end of every podcast, I ask my wonderful friends who come on and give me their time for this. Tell us your version of your pow pow shoes. Yeah, that's a that's an easy one for me. I stepped right back into lacing up those athletic shoes, and for me, the version of pow pow shoes is my pom poms. You know, I just <laughs> I dusted them off. You know, I laced up my uh, athletic shoes, and I just you know, went full out. So there's, you know, a saying in cheerleading and dance, and it's like you go full out, like you're, you know, like no one's watching yes. and you just perform your heart out. And so my version's definitely shaking the palms with my, with my athletic shoes, just like I did uh, back then. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to order pom-poms. I'm going to yes. order. I am going to have I mean, you can get teal pom-poms. That's the thing is there's beautiful metallic pom-poms. There's all kinds of pom-poms that weren't around. (laughs) (laughs) You could take your pick and have like a rainbow, uh, you know, uh, there's 
anything you can imagine. They've got them and it's all on Amazon. It's wild. <laughs> My husband brings all the packages in these days, in the COVID days. He touches all the packages. He opens everything. He it's He's in charge of doing all of that. So he, I, I just can't wait. I've got to be ready when he opens the package with the pom-poms. I can't yes. wait to see it like, why? Well, I'm just <laughs> picturing him kind of picking them up and busting out some moves himself because he's such a fun guy. He will. In fact, I better order him a pair myself. <laughs> okay. And a journal prompt. We end every podcast with a journal prompt. And since you're here, we'll have you give it. Yes. I think um, I think the journal prompt that I put forward has to do with how are you going to put yourself first today? So in terms of a journal prompt, you would read it as how am I committing to putting myself first. And the word today is important because you don't want to think too hard about tomorrow or next week. What can you do today to just feel rejuvenated, invest in yourself? What are you going to commit to today to put yourself first? That's, that is such an awesome journal prompt. We let it go and let it go and let it go and let it go today. That's optimal word. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You bet. Uh, Thank you. Neely, this has been awesome. I love these podcasts to feel like we're just sitting down and having coffee together and talking or tea. <laughs> talking oh yes, and I'm just coffee fueled for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Learning about what you do and you have been um, just a joy to have on the show and I can't thank you enough for joining us. Oh, thank you, Carrie. I just, I feed off of that energy. So like I said, I just, I feel like you're my squad sister that I've just just now got to um, give a big virtual squeeze to. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.